This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. This is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. This is the the show to listen to. The show. If you're looking for a podcast that, that breaks it down, let me just, uh, you know, we don't do this often enough, Matt. Yeah, I was so, going to go there. I know. I think I have a hunch of what you're talking about here. Um, go for it. Let people know exactly what our backgrounds are. Oh, okay. That wasn't what you, what you expected. No, it wasn't. What I was <laughs> expecting was, I guess this past week, I don't know exactly how Stitcher works. I, I don't do my podcast through Stitcher, but my various podcasts, particularly this one, I got a lot of tweets from listeners saying, "I saw those, yeah." I, I can't believe how many hours I listened to you this this uh, year and whatnot. And we they, greatly guess, appreciate that. Yeah, as I say, that's awesome. I mean, it's so really if, if you're humbling. new to the show, um, yeah, you know, you should uh, understand. Uh, we'll start with with, with you, Matt. Um, you know, Matt's been a graduate assistant. What? At what? Duquesne, Pitt. I was Akron, a volunteer at, or, I'm at sorry, Duquesne. Volunteer, yeah. And and then became a graduate assistant at Pitt for three years, a recruiting assistant, assistant recruiting coordinator, whatever. I mean, way back when. So that was the year before Larry got there and both of Larry's years. That would be Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald, yeah. <laughs> and he's, he did all right. And it, it was great. I learned a ton and we were around a lot of future pros. And then our receivers coach, Larry's coach, took the head job at Akron, brought me with him as his director of football ops, and I only lasted there like nine months because one of the things we wanted to do that I became in charge of was cultivate a relationship with the Browns, who were 20 minutes down the road. Right. And one of the Browns guys asked me, he's like, well, keep an eye out. We're looking for new scouts, too. I'm like, well, I got a guy in mind. <laughs> <laughs> got that job. And I was only with the Browns for 365 days. That was Ben's rookie year is the best way I describe it to people yes. around here. We were really bad. You guys were really good. I watched as much Steeler tape as I did Browns tape that year. You know, I went back and watched, you know, Ben's scouting reports, things like that. Sent all my buddies Browns gear. Nobody wanted it. So we all got let go. And I immediately hooked on with ESPN, where I was there for 10 years. Uh, started out as a Scouts Inc. guy, if people remember that way back when. Podcasts and things before people were, knew what podcasts were. But 10 years at ESPN.com is longer than most people last. So yeah. very proud of that. And since then, I've been writing it all all sorts of outlets and really more focusing on local stuff and you guys are listening you know yeah. so it's been great yeah so that's uh, that's matt's story in a nutshell we're both yeah pitt, we're both pitt johnstown graduates by the way we found that out down the road yeah yes, we absolutely. didn't know that initially we were there a little different times yep i was there when matt's wife was there but yeah she's a year older than me so um, right but uh yeah i've been covering the steelers since uh, 1993 okay uh home and away every game that was my um, second year at upj yeah so I've uh, been doing this a long time. I've seen a lot, yeah, oh, a lot of Steeler games over the years, uh, covering them on a daily basis. So, um, you can go listen to other t- podcasts. Oh, absolutely. I'm just telling you right now that you're not going to find a, uh, a more knowledgeable duo. No, not, right. Not to pat ourselves on the back here, but I mean, we obviously we get know along. a little bit about what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, I mean, professional aside, we'll be buds forever, and we get along well. But I do think. Your reporting background, being with the team at practice every week, all the travels and things that you've seen too, knowledge of this team, and no offense to the rest of the reporters and people in this town, I don't know anybody that knows the rest of the league as well as you do that is dialed in with the Steelers, as a beat reporter for the Steelers. 
And that, to me, makes my life so much easier because I, I couldn't concentrate on every facet of the Steelers <laughs> for an hour and a half every day. I mean, the fact that you can go around the league That's what we really like to do. Well, I mean, we, this right. is Steelers Nation Radio, but we will look at the league in, in a nutshell Yeah, because it all affects the Steelers. That's the thing that when I started really dialing in with the Steeler coverage, it amazed me that a lot of the listeners haven't been exposed to well, this isn't any different than these five teams. Yeah. Or you think this O-line's bad. Let me show you some bad O-lines. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is what the league is. Right, yeah. So let's take a look at this week's game. Yeah, it's Speaking of some bad teams and bad lines. Sure. Uh, the first one up here, uh, the first game at 1 o'clock, Buccaneers 8-3 and three at Falcons 5-6. and six. I don't yeah. know how the Falcons are 5-6. and six. Uh, Tampa Bay favored by 11 on the road. The over-under is 50 and a half. Um, Number one in DVOA versus 32 in DVOA. Yeah. I think it's a slaughter. Falcons are a bad, bad football team. They have some wins, but they're a little Ravens-esque of their records a lot better it's than their product. It's the opposite of what the, the Falcons were last year when they found ways to lose all right. those close games. All those close this games. Way, this year they found some wins in those games, but And all their yuck. wins are not impressive. Too. Yeah, you know, yuck. like their resume is not very good. It's, I think they're going to get crushed. That should be pretty bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. This one, however— is a huge, huge game in the AFC. Chargers six and five. Yeah. Bengals seven and four. Cincinnati favored by three at home. The over is fifty. Um, that three point spread at home means that, that that Vegas feels these are two evenly matched teams. Yeah, right, right, and I get that. <sighs> it's t- it's an interesting clash in styles. Very much so. You know, you've got the Bengals who have gone. Extremely run-centric here over the last couple of weeks. Joe Mixon's gotten 58 carries the last two oh, games. Yeah. It's been great. Um, but they have weapons on the outside. Mm-hmm. The Chargers, they want to get into that kind of up and down the field. Yeah, right, yeah, right, That's right. what they want. I, I think there's it, – it almost pains me to say this, especially because of the way the AFC has gone and the history of this organization – but I trust the Bengals a lot more than I trust the Chargers right now because they are more well-rounded. The Chargers have ridden that roller coaster all season Very long. much so. And they both have young head coaches, second-year stud quarterbacks. I just think the Bengals are a year ahead of them and they're building it the way they want. You know, yeah. that uh, like the run defense for the Chargers right now just isn't there. The only you thing know? that causes, and, gives me pause about this game Cincinnati's first of all has failed to cover in its past four home games. They didn't cover against the Steelers mm, this week. Okay. Secondly, um, I look at this and, and like when the Bengals blew out the Ravens earlier this season, mm-hmm. they went to the, they played the Jets and got beat the next week. When they beat that's the Steelers, that's my reservation too. When they beat the Steelers in Week Three, they played Jacksonville the next week and only won by three. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of a letdown there after those games. Uh, yeah, the, the huge win. We're there. We're the champ. Yeah. Everyone's talking about us as the best team in the division. I've never heard that in my life. Yeah. You know, and um, and not to mention, it's kind of what I was saying about the AFC is just when you think you have a bead on the team. Yeah, they change the rules. Yeah, <laughs> like the podcast I do today. My co-host, who's a Niners guy, he's like. I think your Steelers are that team. Everyone thinks they're junk, and then this this week they'll get a win that no one saw coming. And could the Chargers beat the Bengals by twenty one? And we're all talking about Herbert as a stud, yeah. and the Bengals are the same with Bengals. Again, that roller that's coaster. how the league's bad. That roller coaster. It's what the league wants. Anytime you it. start to think a team's pretty good, they get knocked down. Yeah. The I only mean, team that hasn't that hasn't happened to is the Ravens. Right to a large degree, due, though. Too. But they've been just right. Yeah. Right. Right. 
Uh, we the, thought the Titans were really good two weeks ago. Yeah. I think well, bad I the injuries caught up. Right, there. right, right. Uh, the two writers covering this, again, I'm looking here at NFL Nation's okay. preview. Uh, the, two, the two writers picked Chargers 34, Bengals 27, Chargers 34, Bengals 31. Okay, I do fact, think this is an over game. I don't know what the number is. I'm sure it's a high it's 50. one. But, yeah, I think I'd go over too. I mean, this is a great game to fire up your, your fantasy Oh, yeah, guys I agree. Yeah. yeah, without a doubt. It's fun matchup, too. I mean, just quarterbacks have to recognize the other one. And, yeah. You know, this could, I'm not saying it's going to be Brady-Manning, but they could go at it for 12 years in the AFC and yeah. have some great duels. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Cardinals, 9-2 and two at Bears, 4-7. and seven. Uh, it's official. Andy Dalton will start for the Bears. I Arizona, think Tyler's in. Yeah, Arizona favored by seven and a half. The over/under only forty-three and a half. I like the the Cardinals here, um, but we've talked about this a lot. Coming off a bye is not a good thing anymore, uh, and I, I just don't know where the Bears are at. To be honest with you, I, I think you know, the Cardinals are a much more talented team. I don't feel strong about that one. I mean, none of my real dollars are going on that game, I'll yeah. tell you that. Well, I, get, I think weather's going to be a factor there. I would imagine. And yeah. I was always wondering how much is Kyler going to run to begin with, and will the sloppy track slow him down? I think Cardinals D is pretty good, though. Yeah, I think the, the Bears are going to struggle to score. Yeah. Uh, Giants. I wish Fields was playing that game. Yeah. Giants 4-7 and seven at Dolphins 5-7. and seven. Miami favored by 4. Uh, the over-under only 40 and a half. Yeah. And going down uh, because the news has come out that uh, it's going to be Mike Glennon, the quarterback. Right, right. Uh, he, the Giants aren't going to have uh, any of their weapons. Mm-hmm. No Kadarius Tony, no Sterling Shepard. Uh, I mean, the Dolphins could absolutely be that team that, wow, just when we thought they were kind of good, they lay an egg. I think the Giants are too bad. The, the Dolphins' problem is, is they, they've already lost seven games. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be too little, too late when it's yeah, all said and done. Yeah, I mean, but they're like the 13th seed in the yeah. They they they'd have to run the table and win like their last seven mm-hmm. games. To, that's not going to happen. I mean, the Giants beat Philly last week. I think they were plus four in turnover differential, barely won the game, and Jalen Rager dropped a touchdown that would have lost them the game. Well, yeah. I mean, like they got as many gifts as they possibly could. And barely edged out yeah. an average Eagles team. Like, yeah. I think Miami handles them. Uh, Colts six and six at Texans two and nine. The spread is Indianapolis by ten. The over under forty five. I it's not a huge over under to be getting ten points. I kind of feel like the Texans will hang in there and cover in this game. That was my prediction too. My only reservation is the Colts have shown the ability to blow teams out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. could Taylor run for 250? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he might, you know. But I would take the points. Division game, these teams know each other. Texans D's not terrible. It's not terrible. It's in their building, I think, too. Yeah. You know. It's on the I'll road. I'll take double digits. Yeah, so you're going to get 10 points this year in the NFL. Right. You probably should take at least one of those. Yeah. I mean, the dog uh, – we mentioned the uh, couple big trends are uh, buys are not fruitful for the, the team coming off them. And dogs have been covering it at a like crazy, crazy rate this yeah, year. Crazy. Yeah, way more than ever. Uh, Vikings five and six at Lions. Oh, 10 and one. Minnesota favored by seven. The over under forty six and a half. I'm still laying the. How points. you thinking that the forty six and a half is a big over under in that game? Like I don't know where Detroit gets. Where's the Where's Detroit adding to that a bunch at? The top two running backs are both out. I don't know. Detroit gets the ten points. I, We'll talk a lot. I mean, we're gonna actually we're not gonna have a great opportunity to preview the the Vikes. We'll have three days of shows next week, right? We're doing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. 
Um, I haven't dug into extensive Vike, you know, uh, breakdowns, and I will this weekend, but they're way better than the Lions. I mean, they're kind of the anti-Ravens in terms of close games not going their yeah. way. They I do have the uh, Steelers' official injury report. Mm, good. Uh, Joe Hayden listed as out. Ooh. Isaiah Bugs listed as out. Ooh. Nobody else with a designation. Okay. But that we don't know COVID news. There, there won't be any. Um, there's no, I always just we don't know about up. we don't know about Watt. That Why? will be right, that will right, be right, tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Um, Hayward okay. uh, apparently is just in illness. Okay. Um, so you can feel a little bit better about that, and everybody else is ready to go. I guess that's what we uh, wanted to hear. Arthur right. Millette was back at practice today. Uh, Zach Banner back at practice today. Both of those Good. guys have missed uh, have missed time. So. Okay. But no Hayden. But no Hayden. Okay, I can live with that. Yeah. Um, was your inclination that Adams would have played over Bugs if they were all healthy no matter what? Yes. Okay. Bugs yeah. was inactive last week. I would say. Yeah, healthy scratch. You kind of told us They on played the wall, Cam right, right, on right. the nose last week. Because they're not happy with Just Bugs. because. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, if they were happy with Bugs, these moves never would have happened. Right. Right. Uh, Eagles, 5-7 and seven at Jets, 3-8. and eight. The like Eagles, Eagles, if they win this game, are right back in it. Like, I know. They're... they're Eagles and Washington or the Steelers right now at five five and one would be the seventh seed in the NFC. Right. I mean, like you watched the Saints last <laughs> night. I think they're out of it, but they're not they're quite out of they're it. They're not according to the Atlanta's standings. Atlanta's not out of it. Right. They're horrible. You know, the Eagles are better than those teams. I think they'll wipe the floor with the Jets. Yeah. I just think that they'll be able to run and run and they won't turn the ball over four times. Yeah. And favored it, by seven. The over under is forty five. Uh looks like uh Jalen Hurts is gonna play. Mm-hmm. Um I just think they control both lines of scrimmage. Their secondary is pretty good. Yeah, yeah they'll. I don't know if the Jets will. They're do a much. sneaky fantasy defensive start this week. Philly. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, I actually picked up the Colts. I was pretty happy to get them. Uh, another just some bad games on the slate this week. Jaguars two and nine. Yeah. At Rams seven and four. Uh, the Rams have, have lost three in a row and they're still favored by. They've been stinky. Thirteen. The over under forty eight. I think Stafford's thrown a pick six in three straight games, and that's he gonna, doesn't look healthy. That's got to end at some point, right? <laughs> I think. You would hope. Um, Rams O-line's been exposed. I keep thinking they're going to get it right. I'm still taking them because I just don't trust the Daryl Jags. Daryl Henderson questionable. Yeah. Odell Beckham Odell's questionable. Up. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. This is just a pick against the Jags for me. The, the two, Yeah, the two writers who picked a game – Pick Rams 35, Jaguars 7, <laughs> and Rams 32, Jaguars 10. I'm in that neighborhood. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure but the that last would both, time. But those would both be under. They would be under, but they would cover. Because where are the Jaguars scoring a bunch of points here? I don't think they will. Yeah. I really don't think they will. The last time I think they went west, they got blown out by Seattle, yeah. who currently owns the fourth pick in the draft. I mean, they're <laughs> stink Yeah, Trevor Lawrence threw his first touchdown pass last week in a month. <laughs> they're horrible. Yeah. I mean, their weapons are falling, too, and they, they weren't that good to begin with. Another interesting game here. This one's this one's kind of sneaky good in a good way. Washington 5-6 and six mm-hmm. I think this and Raiders 6-5. and five. Yeah. The, uh, the spread is Vegas by 2.5. The over-under, 49. You wouldn't necessarily think Mm-mm. 49 being the over-under in this game, but Washington could score some points. Last I saw the spread, it was at 1. Washington was plus 1. Now it's at plus 2.5. Washington's two and a half. now getting 2.5. I think Washington wins a game. I think they're the better team. I think they're trending in the right direction. I think they're a playoff team. Back to your NFC conversation. I'm be. putting them over the Saints and the Falcons. Well, imagine that much you get I know. two teams out of the NFC East in the playoffs. Like Maybe three. Nobody's picking that at the end. No, of the right. But they're, they're, they figured out their defense a lot better, how bad it was early in the year. 
They can run the ball. Um, some of this is I think the Raiders are a little overblown because everyone saw them win on Thanksgiving. But Dallas had a lot of Dallas, injuries. Dallas still has issues. Dallas still they didn't has issues. They did play well last they night. They didn't play well. No, and they were without guys in that game. And if you remember that Raiders-Dallas game, there was like 900 penalties yeah. in the game. It was a, kind of a throwaway game for me. I, I didn't really chalk that Can't up. Can't take to, anything out of that one. And Waller's not playing. Yeah. I, I like Washington. Washington 1-5 one, one against the spread against teams with winning records this season. Really? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Uh, the picks are. I'm sure they're a dog. The, in the interesting games. pick here is uh, well, both the home guys, uh, the Washington writer picks Washington twenty three, Raiders twenty one. The Raiders writer picks Raiders twenty seven, Washington twenty six. So they both have Washington covering. Okay. No, I like that. Getting that many points, I think they're the better team. Forty nine ers six and five at Seahawks three and eight. I I think they're given. I think Seattle is a three and a half point. 49ers are three-and-a-half-point favorites. The over-under 45-and-a-half. I will say this. Everybody on the Seahawks brain trust who has spoken this week says, yeah, we got to figure out ways to get DK Metcalf to football. <laughs> yeah, you, you do. You think? <laughs> yeah, you do. You haven't gotten them to football in a month. <laughs> I think their offense is totally broken, and the defense will be on the field all day against San Francisco, who's just running it at five, six yards a clip. Not asking much from Jimmy. Um, I know Debo's not playing, and that's a loss. But I think San Francisco's way better. They may than run Seattle the ball right sixty times in this game. Yeah, just why not? Yeah, yeah I mean, I don't think Seattle's gonna get a huge lead. They'll double DK like everybody does, and Wilson. The whole offense looks like it's broke. Yeah, it's, it's just it's uh, a much harder offense to watch than the Steelers. Oh, it's so, awful. much awful. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know what they are. I don't, I don't think, think they, they know, know what either. They, right? they don't know what they are. New offensive coordinator hasn't worked at all. I mean, he's in a, over his head. Yeah, it's a disaster. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think wholesale changes are coming to Seattle. Broncos six and five, surprisingly, against the Chiefs seven and four. Kansas City favored by ten. Yeah. The over under forty seven and a half. This is a big stay away game for me, but I would take the points. Yeah, I don't trust. I don't know that I trust. The over under at forty seven and a half, that's probably as low as you've see, you'll see a, a Kansas Chiefs City game. over a Chiefs yeah. over under all season, and I still don't trust it. Yeah. I don't know that their offense is fixed. I don't think it is, and I think it's two coaches that are very familiar with them with each other. Division game, we've seen Denver's defense give people trouble. It's check down Teddy, check down Teddy. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think the Chiefs D is better. I don't know that their offense is better than it was early in the year. Uh, I think the, the Broncos keep it close. I, I don't feel super strong about it, but I think they keep it close. Both writers picking the under. The under? Yeah. Broncos writer Jeff Legwald picking Chiefs 21, Broncos tw- or Ch- Chiefs 23, Broncos 21. Uh, and uh, Tyker from uh, Kansas City picking Chiefs 23, Broncos 19. Hmm. Both of those sound like reasonable. That's, That's the way the Chiefs have played this year. Yeah. I mean... I'm not a huge betting guy, but their record versus spread for like a year and a half now Pretty is bad. awful. Like the worst in the league. People think they're better than they are. That's all it is. Yeah. They're good. They're just not uh, elite. Nine of Denver's 11 games have gone under the total this year. Mm. They slop it up. They sure do. Yeah. That's their strategy. It works. Defense is good. Yeah, that's why they, I mean, they're six and five because they've slopped it up. They slopped it, it up. It gives you a chance to win. Mistake, and right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Patriots, eight and four. This is the Monday night game. Good one. At Bills, 7-4. and four. Buffalo favored by 2.5 at home, Yeah, which is kind of curious. And the over-under, only 43. I think the Pats went outright. I already put a couple bucks on the Pats' money really? line. Yeah. I just think that... Here's my take on the Bills' big picture, which 
isn't patch related. I've been praising them really since McDermott and this group took over. Boy, they're building this thing the right way. They're smart. They use analytics. I just think they went too far. And really, you play in Buffalo. You got you have to run you the ball. Run the football. Yeah, if you're in Green Bay, New England, Buffalo, you can't just be pass and speed. And their offense is all pass and speed. I mean, their receivers aren't good blockers. Their tight end isn't much of a blocker. Yeah, you wonder why there's no running game. Well, they're always in three wide, and you know yeah. they don't have pulling tight ends and block. You know they don't create blocking lanes, and the defense lives in nickel. They do. They are not going to trot out their four three or three four. I mean, it's going to be two linebackers, five defensive backs, no Davis White, against a big, heavy, mauling team that I think will win it in the fourth quarter. I kind of like the Bills in this game. The interesting thing here is that the writers flip-flop on this one. The Patriots writer, Mike Rice, uh, Reese, uh, Reese picks, yeah. he, picks the Bills 20-16. to 16, Okay. And uh, Getzenberg from uh, Buffalo picks mm-hmm. Patriots 24, Bills 23. Okay. No, I think it's a bad matchup for the Bills. I like them at home, though. I don't think that bothers the way that New England plays. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I mean, I think it's the game of the I would, week. For I sure. would actually like to see. I, I know it's not going to be Moss. Uh, they seem to have soured on him for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But I would, I would give the ball to, to Singletary quite a bit in this game. I, I think that's what they need to do. But it's yeah. th- they have five blockers. The other guys don't help out enough, and the Pat Pat. Singletary are a big showed me team. over the years though that he doesn't need a lot of like he makes He's not guys. A bad. Yeah, he's tough player. to tackle. He's he slippery. Is. He is. Uh, I don't like how they're built for this game at all. I just think the physicality is going to be more than Buffalo can can withstand. What I did say on the, my podcast today was this is my, my pick of the week. I mean, um, you know, my upset special that I think the, the, the uh, underdog is going to win the game. But Josh Allen might wear an S on his chest and be a superstar. Yeah. You know, like that could If it goes wrong for the Patriots and I'm right about how the game plays out, because Allen was the best player on the field. And yeah. He's due for one of those. He really is. I yeah. Mean, yeah. And, 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 and everybody all of a sudden started, well, hey, there's Josh Allen. He's the MVP. <laughs> right. You know? like, remember him? Right. Yeah. yeah. He's a stud. Yeah. <laughs> so it could happen. It could. It could, definitely. Uh, but that's going to do it for this segment. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, it's time for the Fantasy Football Focus. Matt and I get to take our, uh, take our uh, picks uh, for our DFS lineup this week. And then we make a pick for this week's Steelers-Ravens game. We'll do that right after this.